The shrill sound of my alarm clock interrupted my temporary hibernation. Ugh, school. If there were no school, I'd still be asleep right now. Reluctantly, I swung myself out of bed, praying for just five more minutes of peaceful slumber, and put on my clothes. I trudged downstairs, still only half awake, and poured myself some cereal. Some toast crunch, as usual. My dog laid under the table, waiting to slurp up any dropped crumbs. I finished up my cereal, downed some orange juice, and returned to my bedroom to brush my teeth. By the time I'd done that, my mom and younger brother were awake. My brother, Joe, preferred omelets. He says they're more culinarily advanced than any other breakfast food. He's a bit of a nerd, but don't tell him I said that. I said goodbye to everyone and started the walk to another mundane, dull school day. My classes crawled by, as usual, until lunch. And my friends and I congregated at our table by the window. We joked around more than we ate, and not many of us finished our lunch before recess. At recess, we played our usual game of three-on-three basketball, which was cut agonizingly short by a whistle signaling the end of recess and five more periods of blah. I headed down the crowded halls toward my locker and slipped out of the current of bodies flowing in and out of classrooms and hallways. After a brief disagreement with my combination lock, I made it to class just as the bell rang. Phew. The rest of the day went by without occurrence, and I started the brief journey home. I've made it through another day of school in one piece. I was relieved to be home, but that feeling did not linger. When I got home, I started chipping away at my stack of homework. I may have done a bit of doodling, too. A few minutes later, my mom entered the room with a strange, excited, serious smile I've never seen before. We need to talk, Sean. Oh, no. What did I do? Okay, I said with uncertainty as I rotated my chair to face her. Your father and I have been thinking about it, and we think we might be moving soon. What? No, we can't move. I I have so many friends here, I stammered. It felt like a bad dream. My mind was racing. I knew I was overreacting, which I have a tendency for, but think about it. You'd probably feel like this, too. That night, as I lay in my bed doodling in my sketchbook, a shriveled, charred sapling that pretty much summed up my mood. A horrible realization came to me. Any day could be my last day at the school, so I would have to treat any day as if Santa were watching. I didn't want my last day to be a bad one. That morning, I learned that my brothers had also been told, and their opinions were similar to mine. Breakfast consisted of an argument between us and our parents, interrupted every few seconds by the crunch of cereal or the goopy sound of an omelet entering the mouth. My dog, Pickles, even threw in a couple snorts and barks. It was a Saturday, which is my absolute favorite day of the week. Why wouldn't it be? There's no school. You can stay up late because there's no school the next day. But today wasn't that great of a Sunday. Sometime during the morning arguments, my parents had slipped in and we were looking at potential houses later today. Well, it's later today now, so we're getting ready to leave. The reality of the situation is finally dawning on me. The first houses we look at are pretty bland. Not much interesting, except one had a pool. The next house was awesome. It did not make me want to move, but it was cool enough to make me dread it a little less. It had huge spiral staircases and high ceilings, but it wasn't quite a mansion. But, of course, my parents wanted something more fanciful. Darn. They eventually found something they liked that was pretty cool. We were moving in on Wednesday. It was definitely not ready. My parents keep saying that change can be good, 
and that we should try not to track the mud into the houses. We'll see about that. The rest of the weekend dragged on, and me and my brothers couldn't have any fun because of the looming move and the looming rain clouds. But eventually the weekend ended and school started back up again. Wednesday came and school felt weird because we knew we'd not be coming back. We ended up having to, though, because I left some in my locker like the forgetful person I am. The second we got home, it was packing nonstop for what felt like hours. In the past few days, the house had been remodeled a little, and it was ready for us. We awkwardly loaded the moving truck, unsure what to say or think. Our dog seemed especially confused. I felt sorry for the little dude. He had no idea what was going on. We hopped in our van and made our way to the new house. Mom and Dad tried to spark conversation, but we were all too depressed to answer. The house did not matter. It was that we were leaving behind friends and schools amid the moon, so dark and tense. We made it to the new house, which is tall and narrow. It was painted navy blue and sat on a corner where two streets, Mount Row and Lang Drive, intersected. We walked in, carrying heaps of cardboard boxes. Thinking fast, I grabbed the boxes with my stuff in them and rushed up the stairs to claim a bedroom. I snagged a decent-sized one with a connected bathroom. Perfect. I went back downstairs to help carry more stuff in and call him Pickles. He was a big golden doodle and was really excited about this new house. After everything was tucked away and Pickles had found a nice spot to sleep, we toured the house. It seemed nice enough. My mom and dad were very excited about our new start. I wasn't quite so enthusiastic. The next day would be our first at our new schools, Newport Elementary and Middle. Me and my brother Zach would go to the middle school and Joe would be going to the elementary school. We were all just as pumped about it, but if you haven't noticed yet, none of us are very pumped. We all rushed out the door in the morning, eager and nervous to start out in this new school. The bus ride is a disaster. Everyone was screaming, and it sounded like a constant, excruciatingly loud static. We pulled up to the school. My school looked like a behemoth compared to it. I entered a swarm of kids much smaller than the swarms of my old school. My old school felt like my school. It didn't feel like I went to school in Newport Middle, but now I did. I was about to enter it for the first time, took a deep breath, and plunged in. The school day was surprisingly normal. It was just like my old school, except I didn't chat with my friends between classes. Then came lunch. I had no idea where to sit because I didn't know anyone yet. But luckily, someone waved me over. I recognized him from science class, third period. I think his name was James. He called over to me. Sean, right? I'm Jack. Close enough. Yep, I said as I made my way to his table, plastic lunch tray in hand. Jack warned me about school lunches, when to pack, when to buy. What was good, what wasn't. Today was mac and cheese, which Jack said got a 7 out of 10 on this lunch scale. I would have given it an 8. Apparently, he's a bit of a foodie. He gave me the lowdown on pretty much every aspect of life as a Newport Viper. At my old school, we were the Eagles, which I think is a lot more regal than a measly snake. Turns out I have three classes with Jack. I left the lunchroom feeling a lot more confident in this new school. I thought I'd hate being in such a small school, but it's actually pretty nice. It only took me a week or two, give or take a day, to learn most people's names. At my old school, it would have taken at least a year. That night, I lay in my bed contemplating my day and doodling in my notebook. This time, I drew a majestic old oak tree surrounded by budding flowers. Maybe this move wasn't such a bad idea after all.